First, the name of the Lord. Y'all welcome in Jesus' mighty name. Today we have a, an invited guest in the house. will be taking us the power of love. I believe it's going to bless all of us, wherever you may be all over the world. This is Prophet Akim Isaiah. So one of my ministers will be ministering to us today. Her name is Pastor Favor Isaiah. You're welcome, man. Thank bless you very you. much, man of God. God bless you for you allowing me to use your platform this afternoon. I say good afternoon to everyone. Today we'll be talking about the power of love. The power of love, the weapon of all weapons. This love we are saying today is talking about the agape love of God. What is love? Many people have defined love in different ways. You know, people are sentimental about love. But the real agape love of God is what we want to talk about that is the very nature of God. What is love? It's the very nature and the attribute of God. If there's any other name anybody should call God, call him love. If love is one of the fruits of the Spirit that sums up all other fruits of the Spirit. Love is a weapon of all weapons. There is nothing you apply love that it will not respond to you positively. If you apply love, you are going to get the best of the best result. No wonder the Bible says we should love our enemies. Because if we love your enemies, you will get the best result you could ever think. Love, as I have said earlier, is the Spirit of God. is the vocation God has given to us as believers to be able to work with one another perfectly, with serious understanding and to be able to relate with ourselves freely. I want us to go to our test. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 17. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 17 precisely. But let me start reading from verse 14 for proper understanding. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named that he will grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with the might by his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith, that ye be rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with sense which is the breadth and length and depth and height. Verse 19, And to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye may be filled with all the fullness of God. In this place, Apostle Paul was praying for the children of God that he bowed his knees to pray this prayer for them, that God will empower them to understand that they need love to walk with one another, that the power of love will, empower, will help them to live with each other, to relate with each other, to have feelings for each other, to give each other's attention, to give each other even gifts and all that. So that was the prayer Paul was praying. And to know the love of Christ, which passeth all knowledge, the love of Christ, pass all knowledge, that he may be filled with the fullness of God. When you have the love of Christ that pass all knowledge, 
then you will not have the fullness of God in your life. As I have said before, I say love, love is a vocation that God gives to believers to be able to understand and walk in unity, in oneness, one approach to walk in the newness of God's mind and power. That true love will be able to manage ourselves freely. We have different types of love. We have the erroneous love. Some people call it eros. We have the filial. We have the agape kind of love. The filial kind of love is not what we are talking about or erroneous. Those kind of love, they are back up with sentiment. I give you, you give me, or giving somebody something with ulterior motive. But agape love of, is, the, is the love of God that God demonstrated in Romans 5. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. The Bible says, But God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. This is agape love. And this is the kind of love every believer should have for each other. Then our, te- our memory verse is taken from 1 John chapter 4, verse 8. 1 John chapter 4, verse 8. And it says, He that loveth not, knoweth not God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God. As we have said before, that in God, love is the nature of God and the attribute of God. So if you love God, you don't find it difficult to love people. The reason why many people cannot demonstrate love today is because they really don't love God. Nobody trains a dog how to bark. Neither does anybody train a lion how to roar. It just comes naturally. So if you have the love of God, you love God. To love people will be natural in your life also. So it will be natural. We are going to be talking about how to love God today. That is number B. How can I love God? How to love God? Or how do I know that I love God? This is a question. You know, everybody say, I love God, I love God. Ah, God, I love you. I love you, Jesus. They proved for you to know that you love God today. It's what we want to analyze right now. You cannot tell me you love God why you don't love people you see around you. The, one of the proof that you love God is for you to love people that is around you. If we say we love is we must love his word, love his people we see around us, and it will be easy for you to love God. If you can do all these things, if you can love the people you see around you, you love the word of God, then to love people will not be a problem for you. Reverse is the case. If you don't love people you see around you, you don't love the word of God, you don't love the things of God, there is no way you can say you love God. Praise the name of the Lord. I want us to open to 1 John chapter 4 from verse 20 to 21. Turn your Bible to 1 John chapter 4. From verse 20 to 21. Let's read it together if you are there. If a man say, I love God and hate his brother, he's a liar. For he that loveth not his brother, whom he has seen, how can he love God, whom he has not seen? Verse 21. And this commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God 
love his brother also. So the proof that you love God, the Bible says this is the commandment, that he that says he loves God must love his brother also. You must love your brethren. The following, however, will help us to, as an evidence that we love God. This following point I want to analyze to you will help you as an evidence that you actually love God. Number one, you must love his word and obey. You must love his word and obey his word. John, St. John Gospel chapter 14 verse 21. John 14, 21. I hope you are turning your Bible. He that has my commandment and keepeth them, he is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. So if you love the word of God, you love his commandment, God said himself will love you. He will love you, he will manifest himself in your life. So that is one of the proof that you love God. You love his word, you love obeying God. Number two, proof that you love God. You must love yourself. Somebody will laugh. Uh -uh. How will I not love myself? If you love yourself, you love God. How? If you love yourself, you will realize that you will be able to obey many of the commandments of God. One, you can't say you love yourself and not start to take secret damaging your organs in your body. You can't say you love yourself, you are drinking alcohol in an excessive manner. You love yourself, you go into fornication. If you love yourself, you don't want to destroy yourself because God lives residing in you. So you will not offend God if you love yourself. I remember a story some time ago. A brother came that I want to marry my younger sister. I said, really? He said, yes, okay. Let's be watching. One day, I caught him smoking cigarette. I said, what? You call yourself a brother? You still do this? Which means you don't love yourself. He said, how will I say so? I said, ah, if you love yourself, why are you smoking? Those that produce cigarettes said, smokers are liable to die young. They say smoking is dangerous to hurt. And you buy this thing, you take it inside your body. So you don't love yourself. So you can't even love my sister. So there's no point you wasting your time. So, if you love yourself, you will realize that loving God will be very, very simple for you to do. Another point, proof that you love God, you must love the brethren. Love brethren. If you love the brethren, the people in the church, you love God. How do you love your brethren? Let's turn our Bible to 1 John chapter 2, from verse 9 to 10. 1 John chapter 2, 9 and 10. He that seeth, he is the light, and hated his brother, is in darkness. He that seeth, he is in light, and hated his brother, is in darkness. Verse 10. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light, and there is no occasion of stumbling in him. Look at that verse 10. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light, and there is none occasion of stumbling in him. So loving your brethren in church will empower you not to stumble. You will not backslide because of that love. 
you love your brother in church, somebody is passing through challenge, you join them to pray. You care for people, you are concerned, they are passing through challenge. You yourself, you it look as if you are inside the same shoe with them. But these are the way we demonstrate love to brethren. Somebody is about to spoil another brethren to you. No, don't do that. Let's pray for him. Let's work on their strength. So that is how to love brethren in the church. You capitalize on people's strength and pray for their weaknesses. How can I prove that I love God? Another point is to love your neighbors. You must love your neighbor as yourself. Let's go to Matthew chapter 7 verse 12. Saint Matthew, Matthew chapter 7, verse 12. Open your Bible, please. Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Therefore, all things, whatever thing you wish that if somebody do to you, you will love it, you will like it. The Bible says, do it likewise to others. That is how to love your neighbors. You want your neighbors to respect you, respect them. You want somebody to greet you, greet them. You want somebody to speak good of you, speak good of them. Love your neighbor as yourself. You don't want anybody to, to, to insult you, then don't insult people. You don't want anybody to, to, to spoil your neighbor, don't spoil others. So this is how to love your neighbors. Whatever you want men to do to you, do even unto them. Praise the name of the Lord. How can I know that I love God? What is my proof of love for God? You must love the sinners. Somebody say sinners. Yes. Love the sinners. And not the world. When we say love the sinners, we are not saying love the world or love what they are doing. It's not what they are doing or the world. The Bible says love not the world. If you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. You don't love what the sinners are doing, but just love the sinners. Let's go to Matthew chapter 5 from verse 46. Matthew 5, 46. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publican the same? 47. And if ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publican so? So you must love the sinners. Forget. Don't worry. Just love them. By showing them love. You understand? By showing them love, you see some of them responding positively. When you call them, let me pray with you. I want to share the word with you. They will stand. But by the time somebody you want to preach to, you see the person you carry your face, you see the person you are angry with the person, and you don't even know what to do, and you are now called the person, instead of you to greet the person, you are now calling the person, excuse me, I want to, person, what, what, what did you want to say? The person will not give you a listening ear. He will not even give you attention at all. So we must start loving sinners, we must start responding to them positively, not love what they are doing any, anyway, but just love them. Another point we need to do here, how to love God. Love the work of God and the ministry. Love the work of God, love the ministry. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's go to the book of Haggai. Haggai, Haggai chapter 1. 
from verse 14. Again, 1, 14. You must love God. It is very, very important. Love the work of God. People are going for evangelism. Try your best. Some people will say, okay, if you cannot go for the evangelism, let your money go. Yes, let your money go. If you cannot go, it's good. But if it's also important if you can just go with them. Praise the name of the Lord. So for the sake of uh, time, we just read only that verse. 14, carry your Bible and let us read. Be involved in the work of God. Don't leave it for others. Be involved. When they are donating money in the church, donate your money. Don't say, uh, let others do it. No, if the reward comes, the reward will go to others also. So make sure whatever step they are doing in the church, let your whole contribution be there. Contribute your quota to divine economy. Don't leave it for other people to grab the blessings. Because if you are not involved, when the blessing comes, you may miss it. I pray you will not miss out in the name of Jesus Christ. You will be involved. You will be involved. You will love to work for God. You will not leave the work of God for others. Now, read God chapter 1 and that verse 14. And the Lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, the son of Shetar, governor of Judah, and the spirit of Joshua, the son of Jodedek, the high priest, and the spirit of all the remnant of the people. And they came and did work in the house of the Lord of hosts their God. They all came to walk in the house of God, the house of the Lord of hosts, their God. One of them did not say, let me leave it for the other. They were all there. We all know the story of uh, um, when they destroyed the, the work of God. How he said, never. How can he take this? He wept. He wept. He cried, he called all the people, Nehemiah, that they should come and join him to build the work of God. So we must be love the work of God and love the ministry. We must be involved. We must be involved personally in the work of God. Another way to know that you love God is for you to love your pastor. So many people don't show concern when it comes to, the, to loving their pastor. You must be consigned. Be consigned by the welfare. Paul was appreciating people that has helped him in ministry. Yes, Paul, Apostle Paul. He sent message to them, thanking them again and again. In the book of Romans. Romans, let's see Romans chapter 16. How Apostle Paul was sending greetings people that labor with him in ministry and all that. Chapter 16, Romans chapter 16. Let read verse 3 to be precise and maybe verse 8. Greet Priscilla and Aquilia. I'm reading verse 3 now. Romans 16 verse 3. Greet Priscilla and Aquilia, my helpers in Christ, who for, who for my life laid down their own necks. For the life of what? Apostle Paul. They laid down their own Next, they were so evolved, they were so evolved, they were always there for Paul. Paul need one help or the other, they will go extra mine. They were men of David that helped David when Saul was pursuing David from pillar to post. They were always there for him. They did not leave him behind. There are many members of church today, they are missing out. 
Maybe they see a man of God being challenged. Maybe the enemy is fighting against the ministry. They will join the enemy to be fighting. Don't do it. If you have been doing that, repent and get back to track. You are not to stand aloof, stand far and be watching. You are to get close. You are to be re- you are to be responsible for certain things, certain needs of the pastor. You can't meet them all. Even God, it's only God that can meet everyone's need. But you play your own role. You must play your own role. Praise the name of the Lord. You must keep playing your own role. The Lord will empower us to always play our own role when it comes to the loving, to loving our pastors in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Then the next person you are going to love, this is my glory. Love your enemies. Some people will say, me, love my enemies. Yes, love your enemies. We must love our enemies. So, <laughs> If you say you love God, it's God that says so. Then we say, okay, somebody attacking me. I will not love you. We are going to see how God says we should love them today. We must love our enemies. Enemies are always there. Then there is a force that is using them that we can pray against. The Bible says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, rulers of darkness of this world, and spiritual wickedness in high places. Human beings, actually, they are not our enemy. The devil is the enemy. They use them. So, oftentimes, people that have understanding, they pray and bind that evil spirit, using so-so person to walk against my life. You will see the person become normal. So, we must love our enemies. In the book of Matthew chapter 5 from verse 43. Matthew chapter 5 from verse 43. Ye have heard that it has been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thy enemies. But I say unto you, Jesus Christ speaking here, Love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh the son, his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. Look at that. So loving our enemies is part of the way to prove our love for God. We must begin to do all these things so that the love of God, we have the fullness of God. The love of God dwell richly in our life. And we now have the fullness of God. Here we read from our text in the book of Ephesians chapter 3. The Bible says when we do this, when we have the love of God, we will now have the fullness of God. I will have the peace of God that passes all human understanding. This is a way to get it. If you have not been doing this, I pray this day that God will grant you strength, strength, energy to begin to practicalize all these things we have said this day in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We are going to be taking some prayers. But because before we go into these prayers, if you have not given your life to Christ, you are just joining us for the first time. I will want you to join this prayer so that you can pray other prayers. Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things shall be added unto you. So you that have not given your life to Christ, you are joining us for the first time. Let us pray. You pray. As I pray, join me. Say what I'm saying so that 
you have been led to Jesus Christ, then all of that things, all of that blessings will be added to you. You say, Father, I thank you for my life. I am so sorry of all my sins. Please, Lord, forgive me. Write my name the book of life. I don't want to go to hell. Father, I cannot stand hell. I'm sorry, Lord. I repent. Grant me grace to save you better with all my heart, all my strength, all my soul and spirit. In Jesus' mighty, glorious name, we have prayed. Amen. You are going to pray like this. Say, Father, I repent of all my sins of not loving you enough. Pray that God forgive you, Father, Lord. We repent of all sins of living our life to please ourselves. We have not actually loved you enough, Father. We are really sorry. In any way, we have not loved the brethren enough. In any way, we have not proved our love for you. Father, we are really sorry. Please, Lord, forgive us all sins of ignorance. We are sorry, Lord, for in Jesus' mighty, glorious name we have prayed. You say, Father, I want to love people even as you have ordained. Grant me the strength, grant me energy, the wisdom to do so. Pray, pray, pray. Father, Lord, grant me wisdom, energy, grant me strength, grant me courage. To love just as you have ordained us to love, that we should be grounded and be rooted in love so that we're able to comprehend with all sense. Father Lord, I want to do that. I want to be involved in loving people. Love, have, have mercy on my soul. Forgive me, Father Lord, I'm sorry. In any way, I've not done it right. I want to do it right, Father Lord. Empower me. Empower me, O oh Lord. Empower me, O oh Lord, to love just as you have ordained me to do. In Jesus mighty glorious name we have prayed say father pour the spirit of love afresh upon my life pour it upon my family pour it upon my life pour it upon my family pour it oh lord the spirit of love afresh upon my life the spirit to love people to love the brethren to love my enemies to love the work of god to love your word even to love sinners so that be able to save some father lord help me Paul say, I become all things to all men, so that I'll be able to save some. Father, Lord, pour forth your spirit of love upon my life. Help me, O Lord, in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. You say, Father, the word I've had today, it shall not stand against me on the last day. This word I've had this afternoon, Lord, shall never stand against me on the last day. This word I've had today, it shall not be, it shall not testify against me on the last day. It shall not be against me. It shall not be against me. It shall not testify against me. It shall not testify against me. Grant me grace, O God, to do all that I've had today. Let me be the doer of your word, not just the hearer, O Lord, help me to be the doer of your word. I've had your word, Lord, let me be the doer. I shall be the doer of God's word. For in Jesus' mighty, glorious name, we have prayed. The next prayer point say, Father, help me, O God, to be an evangelist, even to post this prayer and this message to other people. Help me, O God, make me an evangelist. Help me, O God, to evangelize your word. Grant me wisdom to evangelize your word, even to even post this message to other people, to be to liberate them from their ignorance. The Bible says, people perish for lack of knowledge. Help me, O oh God, for this knowledge I have learned this day to be able to transfer to others. 
thank you, eternal rock of ages, for in Jesus' mighty, glorious name we have prayed. Let us now pray, say, Father, help me, O Lord, that I will not be a castaway on the last day because I did not practice what I have had. Father, Lord, I will not be a castaway because I did not practice your word that I had. I will not be a castaway. You will not cast me away, O Lord. I will not be a castaway because of not practicalizing your word I've had. Thank you, Jehovah God. I know you have answered. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Love you, Father, we thank you. We glorify and magnify your awesome name. We have had your word, O Lord Jesus. Please help us to be the hearer and the doer of your word. This word we have had today will not stand against us on the last day. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen, amen, amen. Then the second part of this message will be coming up. That is the benefits of loving people. The benefit of loving God. You have when you see that message, you will be encouraged to love to love. You will love, you will keep loving. Because the benefit is huge. Praise the name of the Lord. So please share the word of God with people. And I pray that the Lord will keep us alive to, to, to share his word and be the doer of his word forever. In Jesus' mighty name. Stay blessed. See you again soon next.